Hi, I'm Michelle Gelati Mandel. And I'm Josh Mandel. And this is the How Goods This podcast, where we share with you our creative hacks learned from coupledom. These thoughts and ideas have been inspired by our two decades together, which includes living and working in three different countries, one child, one dog, and lots and lots of love notes. And let's face it, we've also been inspired and have learned from the challenges we all face in our lives as couples. Tough times, family loss, we've learned from all of it. So we hope you enjoy How Good's This, a podcast that encourages you to ask this simple question every day. Hello and welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to the How Good's This podcast. As always, we're so happy to be back with you. And today, my beautiful husband is going to intro what we're going to be doing today. Yeah, today we're going to mix things up a little bit. We're going to flip the format. I'm actually going to interview Michelle because uh, over this weekend, it's now Monday, on Saturday, Michelle, uh, essentially her brainchild, was an event called the Creative Heroine Experience. And... As the subject matter of this podcast, we wanted to dive into that and share the origin, share the the event itself, and kind of the thinking behind it, right? That's right. So, What's your first question for me? I think probably we should start with the creative heroine. It's not a, a, a set of words that I'm used to hearing put together. So what does it mean? You're so cute. I love that you're pretending that you don't know. I know, right? So the creative heroine, put simply, is the woman who moves from problem to solution in order to express to the world who she really is. The woman who moves from problem to solution to express to the world who she really is. And you see that as a creative act. Yes. Yes, I think, and, and this is really why I believe that all of us are creatives, or in other words, creators, because we have the creative ability, literally the ability to create life, to infuse life, um, to make anew something that is decaying, something that doesn't feel alive, something that feels like you know, it is bringing us down or not allowing us to be joyful or happy or, you know, our, our true selves, you know, however we would describe that. For me, I describe sort of my true essence as playful, you know, playful, joyful. Um, yeah, that's good. Silly. So the way that you, the way that you move from problem to solution is an act of play more often than not. Yes. Yeah. That's, that's the, I would say that's the instinct. That's the instinct, instinct for me. And I think each creative heroine has her own, you know, as much as that is the way that each of us women, and really we we could say it's, you know, creative heroes as well. It's just a human thing, right? But I think each of us moves from problem to solution or would express that in our own very unique way. But the way that we're similar is in the desire that we have to, and more swiftly each time, you know, more quickly, more swiftly each time, each day, each week, each project, each life moment, each relationship, each business, you know, um, to move from problem to solution in order to express to the world who we are. So more swiftly, you know, normally the definition that I use and the definition that really came to me in 2014 
for who the creative heroine is, uh, is the one that I gave, you know, a couple of minutes ago. And if I was to expand on that, it's, you know, once we get, you know, feel like we're ha like we have pretty good practice with, with this, you know, we, um, we, we want to continue to move from problem to solution just more quickly, you know, where we mm -hmm. spend less time in, as one of, um, a healer who I know and love, he says, you know, let, let's not spend too much time sitting in dirty diapers. In other words, it's, it's like that, mm -hmm. you know, in, in any, on any given day, we really do have the opportunity to, as I shared at my, the event a couple days ago, um, to not be about the drama, not sit in the drama, not be there for an unnecessary amount of time. Again, pain is human, suffering is optional. The optional piece is really exciting, meaning I love that suffering is optional. Like I might have experienced loss or you might have experienced heartbreak in you know love relationships or this person might have might have experienced you know health challenges um you know before becoming healthy again or uh but we we really do have the choice to find to know that we are our own solution really we save ourselves to mm -hmm. find you know, to really make it our life's work to always find a solution. Yep, I love that. And I know that you've used this idea a lot in your business to help get your clients or, or your groups focused around, you know, discovering their own kind of sense of expression and going through that work of defining what their problems are. But what uh, what inspired you to move the idea from something that you use professionally and to turn it actually into a, a full day event. Mm, I didn't know you were going to ask me that one. Um, well, to be honest, I mean, the, 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 tr the true and real reason is, and then I'll expand on it, was uh, because I really wanted to give women, give the creative community known as, well, my community, but then the creative community really in Los Angeles and beyond because there were women there from many, many different states, um, it was, it was to be a gift. Like I really wanted, you know, especially over the last four or five years where I feel like my creative instinct after my last two losses, um, with my mom and my brother, for those of you who know the story, you know, and for those of you who are listening to this for the first time, um, I lost my brother and my mom tragically, um, one, one of, you know, my brother first and then my mom two years later. And, um, my creative instinct in those with, you know, after those two losses was very similar to my creative instinct with the four losses or three losses, um, before them within in my immediate family. And, um, these last few years of creating anew, of finding how I can use my creativity for great good and finding an aliveness and finding joy again, basically, you know, after the losses, um, I really felt just this very, very, very strong need to essentially give a gift to other creative heroines, meaning, or at least, you know, in, inspire other women to really understand who the creative heroine is, meaning to embody the creative heroine, to, um, you know, really share the gift that that brought for me. You know, that when I finally understood, oh, 
okay, not only can we move from problem to solution, that's a choice, like we can move from problem to solution in order to express our sort of most full selves, but um, we can we can actually choose to look at the sort of more crazy or wild or big ideas, like literally, you know, putting crazy around air quotes um, as the creative challenges slash the adventure, the experiments, you know, um, that we get to choose in our lives so that we can, and, and really there's many different things that I can talk about from here moving forward, but essentially so that we can feel, you know, what it's like to like, you know, to really build in a resiliency practice into our, into our lives so we can feel and grow the stamina that we need or mm-hmm. the confidence that we need to go after even bigger, 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 bigger creative challenges, <laughs> things that we're really going to love doing in our lives. And also to grow that, the, that, you know, this, the same, um, the, you know, stamina and, and confidence to continue to grow and grow and grow that because what the world needs right now is more creators are more solution oriented people who have the will, like have, you know, having the will is, is one thing it's awesome and having the drive. And then when we start to add in like true confidence and true stamina, like the energy to, support and to make a difference in like with the the larger sort of societal problems or you know issues that we think there are or the larger in, you know industrial you know within our industry industrial issues or global problems like that's where I think it starts getting really interesting where this idea of the creative heroine um is to me just fascinating I'm like wow okay if we can if we can create if we can help more and more women more and more people really to, um, to really understand that this is a, a habit, a practice, um, a sort of a life and school a habit perception and a self-perception hundred <clears throat> percent. You're so right. Yeah. I think that's part of it. Um, and I love the, the idea of stamina. Um, it's not a word that you've used before, but that idea, it's not, it's usually, it's not, not a word that's Thought that's applied to creative endeavor a lot of times. Mm. But that idea that this idea of recognizing the thing, your problem, the thing you want to solve, and then getting after whatever that creative solution is requires some degree of stamina and, and the ability to stick with it. Yes. That's interesting. So I had the benefit of being there on the day, obviously, being your husband and your silent partner. Um, but, and I know it was a, a day. It was, you know, we, we kicked off at officially at 9.30 and wrapped up at 6. So for the people who are listening who weren't there, didn't have the benefit of the experience of the day, um, how could you sum up maybe in like two minutes what mm. it was about? Mm. Well, so of course the heart and soul or maybe of I'll it, give you three. Three minutes. Okay, that's good. <laughs> I am the flowery, flowery <laughs> one of the relationship, in the relationship. Um, so of course the heart and soul of it was everything I just shared with you, you know, it was all about choosing our creative, like what are the creative problems? What are the, and I, again, putting problems in quotes, like what are the creative challenges? What, what is that adventure? What is, what are the, um, experiments, you know, that you're willing to struggle for? What are the experiments, the challenges, the problems that you're willing to choose and, and create and go for like, and follow all the way through. 
So that's, let's just remember that. That's the heart and soul of it. And then really, you know, the event that the eight hour, what is that? I can't even do the math. It's I think eight plus hours. Um, the eight plus hours was really about, um, well, number one, it was about creative expression. So I really wanted the day. And for those of you, again, who weren't there, um, the, the day was really comprised of, um, as, as some people sort of, you know, have sent thank yous and, and emails and, and Facebook messages. Um, I really wanted the day to feel, as someone said, you know, refreshing. In other words, um, something that truly isn't being that that isn't that doesn't exist. Mm-hmm. In other words, really mixing like art and education and you know music mm-hmm. and just really making it almost like a. I think we've heard this out in the world, you know, like a feast for our senses, right? right? So, so the day, you know, had, we had various speakers, um, who, you know, spanned, or I should say who, um, uh, included various industries. I mean, we, we had every, everyone from, you know, um, a singer who tours with Miley Cyrus and Coldplay and, um, and, you know, other top artists like that to, um, uh, one of the with I think it's what is it three percent that um, in venture in the venture capital world I think it's three percent are actually run by female mm-hmm. or uh, female owners. Um, we had a VC, you know, a lady boss by the name of Arlen Hamilton, um, who literally used to be homeless and now she's running her, a. Her five- dream was to start up a fund that was focused on female and minority and diversely owned or or, or started diversely started. Right. businesses exactly and now and she she's multi out. yeah she yeah. now has a multi-million dollar um fund you um, had a, a sculptor an we, artist yep she's um yeah a world-renowned sculptor who just wow she just rocked the house like she she really did an amazing job as well as did arlen um and then i won't name every single person but essentially <laughs> just so that you kind of get a feel it was you know, um, leaders in, you know, I consider Arlen like a leader in tech, you know, yeah. yes, she's a VC, but like a leader in tech. And she was so funny and like personable yeah. and, and cool. And then a few different people did spoken word. A few different people did spoken word. Yeah. We had the, the, a woman, um, from the Bay area who the weekend before had launched the very first, uh, black joy parade. So she kind of, she was another great speaker that people loved, you know, she kind of took us through her whole process and, you know, people were asking her, it was great because it was, there was a lot of, you know, as, as I opened up the, the show, really, I called it a show as I opened up the show and, and gave my talk, you know, I really let women know that this, that this event was really like, basically when you walked into the event, it said, welcome home, creative heroine. And so um, I mean, short of me literally kicking off my high heels, you know, I told women like, this is, take this as your, your loving room. In other words, you know, your living room, like I want this to feel like home and, you know, and so, um, when Alicia spoke, the, the woman who, who started the black joy parade, um, you know, when she, excuse me, when she finished and she still had some time left over people, it was just like popcorn in the audience. In other words, like people yeah. asking questions, it was very sort of organic and beautiful people asking her questions like, what made you keep going and how did you, you know, of your list of 20 creative ideas, like how did you choose that one? And right. she gave some great answers. Um, and then basically, you know, we, um, we did, we finished it out with song, um, and, and a couple different other artists. Um, 
And we even, we had someone who sort of focused on the spirituality, you know, side of things because the creative heroine experience, you know, the two taglines, the main tagline was, um, an immersion journey in LA to your next big idea. And then the sort of sub tagline or additional descriptor line was where passion, creative intelligence and spirituality collide. So if that gives all of you an idea as to the yeah. the feeling and the flavor and the different um, artists and presenters that I chose, we had ten different presenters in 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 full in total. Um, I did a talk at the beginning. I did a talk at the end. My talk at the beginning was a lot around, um, you know, what well what who the creative heroine is and the the approach the creative heroine's experience in other words the creative heroine approach around choosing really looking at your life and looking at the you know crazy ideas that you that you get um, that land in you at 4 a.m or at you know in yoga or picking up your kid you know in the school line um, looking at those ideas as um, ideas that you get to uh see really as as the challenges that you get to consciously choose in life and sort of how to do that so I kind of unpacked that a little bit and then um you know at the end um I closed it out talking about Frida Kahlo and Audrey Hepburn and because one of the gifts that we had given to the attendees was this gorgeous um custom illustrated postcard with Frida Kahlo on the left with uh, Audrey Hepburn on the right and then there was a a silhouette in the middle where you could sort of put yourself in there. And then at the top, it said, how will your creativity decide to express herself? And throughout the day between the different um, presenters, uh, I would also get up and not only introduce the next presenter, but give different journal prompts. So we had given everyone in the audience a journal. Questions to ponder. Questions to ponder um, that had been very, speaking of consciously, that had been, you know, very consciously created. Uh, and 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 thought out before the event, and then at the end of the event, you know, we had about an hour to uh, to connect with one another, you know, listening to music and and whatnot. So so that's kind of the event in a nutshell, and and what we did. And I think we I know that we uh, really sort of blew any expectations. The, the here's the funny thing is that I was joking with. Well, with you um, last night and, well, no, two nights ago and friends were over after the event that um, from what I understand, I'm I'm clearly the person that when I create events, even though I think that I've been very clear, we have taglines, we got, you know, we got descriptor lines, we, you know, we have bullet points, you know, in the newsletters of, you know, telling people what they, you know, can expect. And this happened with the greater good party too, where... You would hear people at the event saying, yeah, you know, to each other, like, yeah, I didn't really know what to expect. Like, I just heard about this thing called the Creative Heron Experience, and, you know, I came to just see what it was like. And the same with the Greater Good Party when we started to have those, or the, the first time that we got up, and I just could intuitively feel that even though I thought we had been really clear, I could feel that I needed to say the following thing. And literally, as I got up to introduce myself and to introduce the party and say, you know, tell everyone welcome. I said, uh, so thanks so much everyone for being here. You know, I, I bet that you're wondering what the hell you're doing here. And literally there was an uproar of laughter, you know, at, in the, in the living room or in our loving room, because, you know, I think, I guess, I guess where I'm going with this is I think these ideas 
these community, community oriented, hey, we're just opening up our living room, just come. Same thing with the creative heroin experience. It was a true gift. No money exchanged hands. Mm-hmm. There was there was no um, no strings attached. There was no selling. The, nothing. It was all about enjoying each other's company. It was about putting on you know a um, a really like a, a high quality, high profile, high content, very rich you know experience because it feels really good and because I feel like that's what we need in society. And so I think these two events now that honestly, and I'm literally just coming to this clarity now as I'm, as you know, you've asked me that question. We obviously need more of these types of events because people they're, they're hungry for it. It's like, okay, I, you know, it sounds really good. All right. I read this thing. Okay. It sounds good. Um, I'm going to go. I'm still not really quite sure because it doesn't exist. Meaning like right. we're so, we're such a high tech world. We're like on social media. We do things, you know, on conference calls and we do, you know what I mean? We're like hiding behind screens, phone screens, computer screens. And so I think that you and I have had the ideas to do things like the greater good party or to, to literally throw a free party, an all day, eight hour free party. I think it's a little bit confusing and mm-hmm. it probably would be for me too. Like really? Like, really? It's free? Like, mm-hmm. hmm, what am I really going for? You know, there's a little bit of like, you're a little gun shy. Yeah. I think it's, I think it's, it's definitely that. Um, it's, you know, it, you didn't throw a conference about productivity. It, it wasn't something that people <clears throat> could think like, oh, I've been to one of those before, or I can kind of imagine what it is. But I think it's also, where I started off, which is this idea of creative heroin. Those aren't words that are normally put together. You're so right. And so as people are walking into this thing, they're walking into a phrase that they're not even sure what it means. So I think that maybe contributed as well. And that's actually another thing that I wanted to dive in on with you is um, in this idea of words or ideas being put together that don't normally go together, one of the things that you talk about is moving... Um, or no, one of the things you talked about at the conference was this idea of choosing your problems. If the creative heroine moves from problem to solution, you talked about choosing your problems. And that's not a phrase that you normally hear when you're thinking about creativity. So could you explain a little bit of where that comes from? Yes. So, wow, there's, there's so many parts of this, but, um, I think, you know, what I, what I just thought of as you, as you finish that question is, you know, there's, there's so many potential problems, either perceived or true real life. And when I say perceived, I mean, sometimes our problems are just really in our head. You know, it's really just a mindset thing, right? That we're, we're, we're not doing ourselves any favors because we're not believing in ourselves. And so we think there's a problem out there, but really it's not a problem. Hmm. You know, we're just, we're creating one. Um, and then there's problems that are not perceived that are, um, you know, real life sort of external problems. In other words, I think of my life of loss, which as I explained in the, um, at the event has been a life of gain because to me, whenever you lose someone physically or you have a heartbreak or whatever it is, um, you know, very quickly, you know, it is our creative instinct to want to be alive, meaning want to create life. And so 
there's always gain. There's always gain, you know, from, from death, there's always new beginnings. So, um, I think, you know, this whole idea of choosing your problems, one of the first things that I really got clear on is that if life is going to bring us things that we don't expect, um, wouldn't it be interesting to create the habit or to create a practice that says, well, hold on, (laughs) hey life, I'm going to tell you what my problem is. And hopefully we can be, you know, really smart and, uh, and brave and courageous and create problems for ourselves. Again, we can reframe that to say creative challenges, adventures, experiments, whatever you, exercises, um, and create those problems bigger than the ones that we even have out in the world or, or, or close to, you know, as close to bigger as we can. And when we do that, an interesting relate, you know, an in, a very interesting thing happens. Not only do we start to gain again that that stamina, that energy, that confidence that we were talking about to, you know, go after bigger creative problems in our professionally or you know in our world, just in our personal world. Um, but we again create that same stamina and confidence to go after the societal, industrial, global problems. Um, but we also, when that next thing that might come to surprise us. Again, for me, that has been loss. Like, you know, really that's, yeah, that's been kind of my thing. And for each person, it's different. But the things that have surprised me, or the thing that has surprised me most and that has brought me the most pain has been loss. And so I, um, this, you know, I think that this idea of creating your own challenges and telling life what you are willing to struggle for, what you're going to go after and what you're going to see all the way through has supported me in subsequent losses where, because I, that's how I live my life. You know, it's like, I, I think of something and sometimes I'm rather impulsive, as you know, like I, you know, I think of an idea and I'm like already emailing someone already doing something. And, and that may sound really positive and don't get me wrong. I think it is. And, you know, of course, I'm human and sometimes, you know, there's certain things or certain ideas that I'm like, oh, maybe I shouldn't have done that so fast. Maybe that's not the idea or maybe that wasn't the person, you know what I mean? But I think overall it has supported me in the sense that when these um, things outside of my control have come, I, I, again, I might feel the pain, but I might not suffer unnecessarily because I have built inside of myself a certain... Um, strength, a certain soul strength, a certain, again, let's use the word stamina. I'm really liking it. Um, that, that, that supports, you know, that really supports in those moments. So I think this idea of creating our problems is, is, is really taking creative control. It's, it's like, let's be the, you know, the creative director of our lives. Let's take creative control and, um, and see what happens. And it really is like the mm. freaking best experiment. Like really try it. If you, if you can, from this moment forward, if you can think and really filter, you know, your ideas in this way, like, Hey, I, you know, that this idea that won't leave me alone, it's kind of crazy. It's kind of crazy. It's kind of big. Feels really, it feels really big actually. Um, I feel kind of stressed about it in a way, but I'm excited because it's making me feel alive. If we can think of those moments, meaning those ideas, those things in our lives as, 
oh, this is the thing that I can sort of take creative control or take control of this part of my life or take control in, in, in a certain way in my life um, to not only support for, for those, you know, give myself support, fill myself up for those times that come that are unexpected, but so that I can also go after bigger and bigger, you know, professional challenges, mm -hmm. like, or, you know, really like get into the meat of life, um, and get into the meat of meaning supporting community. Like to me, I'm like, that's, that's it. I feel, I really feel like I've found the Holy grail of, <laughs> of, of solution, like S O U L U T I O N. Like, I feel like I have found the well that keeps on giving and it's this. Yeah. And, and I hadn't really thought about this before, but the reality being that if you have gone through this process and this practice of choosing where your energies are going to go and where your creativity is going to go, we all know the reality is, is that life sometimes acts on us. We don't act on life. You've been through that yourself with your loss. Um, but it feels like if you're in that practice of choosing what your expression is, of choosing where your energies are going to go, you're probably better able to weather the reality of that, of, of those moments when life does act on you because you've been in a practice of being an actor yourself. Yes. So do you think... I was going to ask you this question. I think maybe we just answered it. Do you think that's why this idea resonates so strongly, certainly with the female entrepreneurs that you work with, but with women generally? Because I saw, I've seen you doing it professionally, and I also saw the reaction of, of the women on the day on Saturday. And it, it's obviously an idea and a concept that resonates with them. Do you, you know, have we just kind of talked through why that is, or is there more to it? <coughs> No, I, I yeah, I think I think we have hit on a lot of it. But I think the reason that it it connects with you know, or connected with the women in the you know, in the audience and that I'm so passionate about it is because it um it highlights and or makes room for a conversation that we don't have very often meaning um, and, and again, I'm just, I'm also thinking about some things that women have emailed, you know, as, as mm. they've been saying thank you and stuff. Um, like part of why they found it refreshing was not only that they felt it was truly a gift, you know, that the event itself was a gift, um, but that we were having a conversation in a really sort of modern, modern and unique way about touching base with what your soul really wants. So, you know, mm -hmm. so I think that's part of it mm -hmm. is that mm, in, especially when it comes to, you know, uh, you know, ha going to events or workshops that are based for, or, or I should say created for entrepreneurial, like driven off entrepreneurial women, which there were in the, in the, in the crowd, you yeah, know, in the sure. audience. And there were lots of other kinds of women too. It wasn't just entrepreneurs, which is, by the way, what um, what a lot of people said as well. Like, I loved how diverse it was. How many different industries were present? I mean, I think I counted through our RCP guest list, and I posted this on Facebook. But um, I posted on Facebook, gosh, like twenty three different titles, and we're not talking like oh, people being creative with their titles. No, like truly, lots of different industries were there. Right. Um, but I think. You know, it just, it resonates because 
it allows us to really talk about something again in a modern really kind of cool and smart way that normally is reserved for, like for spirit like for spirituality for talks like around spirituality that sound really different so i think this whole idea of moving from problem to solution is is a soul based conversation it is remembering who we really are that we are not just humans having problems you know that we are you know humans who remember who we are meaning humans who have a deeper sense of ourselves you know and who can sort of tap into that depth that we have the literally that 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 part of ourselves so deep inside that or who always says everything's going to be okay things are happening for you they're not happening to you and the quicker that we can get to a place and and I did say this at the event you know I I was saying this is not about bypassing your true feelings this is not about trying to be happy go lucky cuz that's what right. it's you know that's what we're supposed to do in this like positive era you know of spirituality or whatever no it's it's feel the feelings it's do all that be a human af like be human and how can we as much as we're doing that how can we and how quickly can we get to a point where something's happening in our lives something that does not feel good um and how how swiftly not so much quickly i feel like swiftly is really the the word the more precise word can we get to a place where we maybe we don't even say it out loud but inside we go so what am i learning from this what do i get to learn what do i get to learn from this there's something in this for me you know even and it might not you know like with my losses you know those hurt a lot you know it's not like a day later i was saying what's in this for me you know right. what i'm saying so right. i'm not saying i'm not being flippant but i am saying that there's stages to the empowering questions in other words if 6 months later i was saying to myself so what's in this for me what do i get to learn what do i get what part of myself do i get to reinvent what part of myself do i not know yet that i can now know through these losses maybe my first you know question or my yeah my first sort of empowered question um about let's say 4 weeks in or something as i'm still feeling deep deep pain and deep loss was i know that there's going to be something in this for me I know that there's going to be something here for me to grow me, to support me and to allow me to not just evolve myself but to evolve and to grow to a point and to reinvent to a point that I can then be the support to other people, to be the support to other people who and then fill in the blank. You know, I mean, yes, it could be clients, but just people who have gone through loss or my hospice patients or my son or my husband. So yeah, I I find it really interesting how there can be different stages of the empowered creator. You know, it's not always going to be, yeah, it's not perfect, but there's these little fa- there's there's stages of hey, I'm starting to feel my feel my aliveness again. And so I would say to you know to all of you listening if you are in a a hard spot in a hard place right now and you don't feel like you can ask 
yourself the question or, or tell yourself, I should say, sort of coach yourself and, um, and tell yourself, you know, th- there's a lesson here for, or let's say like, what's the lesson here for me? You know, um, what's in this for me? Maybe you're not there yet, but what if you quietly, and that's why I was saying it quietly. Why, what if you quietly even just murmur to yourself as you're feeling the pain, as you're feeling the loss, as you're feeling the heartbreak, I know that someday there is going to be something here for me, that there is going to be a solution that I will either see, that I will either hear, that I will you know, create, um, that someone will bring to me, but that there will be life created from something that feels like it was dying or that it or that did die. I think that that's a beautifully optimistic note to tie a bow on this interview with. Sounds good. That was nice. Thank you. Thank you for interviewing me. I think this is a really nice format. Maybe we can take it in, take this format into some other, uh, some other how goods this podcast episodes. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Maybe bring some guests on to interview them. Yes, we did talk about that a while back. Yeah. Well, thank you, everyone. I appreciate you listening. We appreciate you listening. And I trust that what you've heard in this episode has supported you. If it has supported you, definitely share the love. Um, Share it with your family. Share it with your friends. Share it with your um, partners, your loves. And, um, you know, if you have some time, we would love to ask for, you know, if you've been enjoying the How Goods This podcast episodes to definitely leave a a review on on iTunes. That would be super cool. That would be fantastic. So thank you, my guest, Michelle Gelati-Mandel. Thank you for making it to the How Goods This podcast today. Thank you so much. Enjoyed you sharing your story with us. Thank you for having me. Look forward to having you on the show again. I will do it gladly. That's today's podcast. We hope you enjoyed it as much as we did. Feel free to share. And if you could take two minutes and leave us a rating on iTunes, it would mean so much to us. We hope you've been moved to find your own answers to the question, how good's this?